the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You all know, we've all talked about this today, everything goes out of date, doesn't it? Um, everything your parents did, your grandparents did, it's all gone, right? Old-fashioned, nobody wants any more. The clothes, they go out of date. Music goes out of date. Technology, out of date. Well, God's Word doesn't do that. God's Word is never ever outdated. It's never ever behind the times. And yet that, you know, you're all probably aware. If you're not, you need to be aware. That's the negative perception that is out there in the world about God's Word, about the Bible, about the church. Many people today have grown up in the church and then decided it's old-fashioned, it's outdated, it's behind the times. And I'm not saying that the church should never adapt. Of course the church should, but you understand the church should never try to appear like we are always with the times, okay? Or try to appear modern all the time. I mean, you almost want to laugh at some of the churches today, although it's not funny, but the way they're trying to appear like they're not out of date. So we've got pastors up there dressed in their skinny jeans with holes all over them, you know, trying to preach, preach a message that appeals to the modern listener, dancing around on stage like a pop star, buildings with screens all over the place, right? That, that is an endless battle. You're never going to win that battle, okay? You're never... You're never going to keep up with what people think is currently cool. The church doesn't have to do it anyway, because God's Word will never, ever be out of date. If anything goes out of date, it's people. We do. We go out of date, but not God. God is always ahead of the times. Okay, he's always ahead of us. He, he knows the days ahead. He sees them coming. And we often don't. We're often behind out of time, okay? He knows what's always right and good and true no matter what the date is on the calendar. We often don't. So, please, I beg you, forget this idea that God's Word will ever be outdated because it's not ever. And the, the reason I'm talking about that is I want to impress upon you specifically this word today is not out of date that Jesus is a shepherd. It's not, okay, this is not some kind of outdated picture. You might be tempted to think like this. Oh, a shepherd? How old. How nostalgic that sounds. There aren't any shepherds today. But you would be wrong. Number one, you'd be missing the point entirely. But number two, you'd actually just be wrong. There are still shepherds today. All over the world there are shepherds. In fact, not to embarrass our Walls family, but they're shepherds. They have sheep. Okay, Michelle, our preschool director and teacher, brought in a little lamb for the preschoolers this year. Okay, we all know shepherds. But it's more than that. It's much more than that. It's missing the point. The point that Jesus is making is that animals, sheep or whatever other animal, Animals need humans to take care of them. 
Are there still people today, whether we call them shepherds or not, are there people today who take care of animals? Of course there are. Is that outdated? Do, oh, animals, animals have evolved so much, they don't need people to take care of them anymore. Of course not. Okay? This is not outdated at all. Which is why this image of Jesus as a shepherd will never be out of date. Maybe, maybe we don't use that term as much anymore, shepherd. But we've got farmers, we've got ranchers, zoologists, biologists, veterinarians, trainers, pet owners, pet stores, pet daycares, pet hotels. Do people need to take care of animals today? Yeah, of course. And God is saying, just like animals need people, like shepherds, so you guys need God. You need Him. It's that simple. Is that out of date? Do sinners not need God anymore? Of course not. So be careful on this Good Shepherd Sunday that you don't get too nostalgic and start when you start hearing about, oh, sheep and shepherds and pastures and still waters and you think about some olden time. Oh, no. This is about today. You need a shepherd. I need a shepherd. Because if you don't have a shepherd, then you'll die. Lost in your sin, you will fall into the pit of hell. God isn't out of date. The other thing that I want to impress upon you is He doesn't do things accidentally. It's not like He just, oh, what, what picture should I use? Oh, a shepherd. Yeah, that'll be kind of nice. Oh, yeah, I'm like a shepherd. No. It's not like Jesus was walking around, you know, and He with his disciples and sees the shepherd out there with his sheep and says, hmm, guys, you know, I'm kind of like a shepherd taking care of you, feeding you. No. That's ridiculous. God doesn't work that way. He doesn't act accidentally or coincidentally. He promised all through the Old Testament that he was going to send a shepherd. Okay? And this is another thing Another little teaching I wanted to give you today about God's Word, it's never accidental, just like it's never out of date. Everything fits together perfectly. And I, I put a couple pictures in your, in your sermon insert this morning. The Bible, yes, the Bible is 66 different books, but all of those books are, are all part of one book, the Bible, and it's like pieces of a puzzle that, that fit perfectly together. The other image I put in there is one I use a lot. It, the title of it is Bird's Eye View of Scripture. And there you see the Old Testament. It's all united in building and building, preparing for Jesus. And when Jesus comes, then building for Him to come again. Everything works together. And this picture of a shepherd is the perfect example of that. Okay, shepherds are all over the Bible. They are all over the Bible. Again, it's not like Jesus said, well, Maybe I'll compare myself to a shepherd. No, they're everywhere, okay? For one, at the very beginning, when God creates Adam and Eve, he tells them they have dominion over the animals. They are animal caretakers. They're shepherds. So they take care of the animals, okay? Adam names them. It's not like they have to take care of every single one, but, but the animals are under their dominion. Then Abel, Adam and Eve's son, He's a shepherd, a keeper of flocks. That's his job. He takes care of animals. Noah, you talk about a shepherd bringing in all these animals by twos and sevens into the ark, feeding them, taking care of them. Jacob was specifically a shepherd. He had to serve for 14 years uh, uh, with his uncle Laban. 
Moses is a shepherd. He tends sheep. David is a shepherd. It's David, of course, who writes that song, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay, so all, I mean, is this coincidental? No, of course it isn't. God is preparing us for the good shepherd. But the clearest of all comes, we heard it today, in Ezekiel. God is utterly frustrated with all of these leaders that were supposed to be shepherding his people. They were evil. They only cared about getting rich. So God said this, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I myself will make them lie down. And it's no coincidence, it's no accident that Jesus then comes and says, I am the good shepherd. Okay? This is not outdated. It's an eternal truth. Like animals need humans, humans need God to be our shepherd. Okay, to save us, to take care of us, to provide for us. Now, there's a part of this that's hard for us to hear because what is, what is God saying about you? You're like an animal. That's what God's saying about you. Not, not in the sense of we're animals like, oh, we all evolved from animals. No, of course, I don't mean that. But we're animals in the sense that we behave like animals. We're wild sinners. Now, I can't help myself but talk about some of this. I really do like animals, and I know many of you do as well, but there is that tension, you know. There's that tension you like them, but you also get really tired of them at some times, don't you? Any of you who have ever had animals or pets, you know, they can be kind of a pain at times, okay? Because, well, they're, they're animals. Growing up on the farm, I tamed a whole handful of cows, really did, treated them like pets, okay, and, and that was good, I, I mean, I liked that, I liked doing that, but, you know, how much time did we spend cleaning up those cows' manure? You think this is an enjoyable thing? I've had any number of dogs and cats, just like you guys, that I've loved, but think about what we do for these animals. How many of us have walked behind a dog ready to pick up their waist right on cue? The other day I was stopped at a traffic light in Normal. It was right around ISU. And two girls, <laughs> felt sorry for him, but it was also funny. They're walking their dog across the street on the crosswalk and he decides to stop right in the middle with <laughs> about 20 cars waiting and do his business, right? They're animals, okay? We clean up after them. We feed them. We water them. We give them medicines. Take them to the vet. Let them in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out. Right? A shepherd does this. Spends all his days taking care of them because they need him. So this is not an outdated thing, is it? That Jesus is our shepherd. We need him. We will die eternally without him. We are going around dropping our waste all over his creation, both figuratively and literally. Have you seen a landfill lately? We're animals. We're sinners. Have you seen two cats fight? You know, that's always a, almost like a scary thing. Boy, they are, man, when they fight. And have you ever had to go out there and, because we would have to do this, 
go out there and you yell at them to break up the fight, you know? Stop doing this to each other. Well, look at us humans. Look at Russia and Ukraine right now. See what kind of sinners we are? And all through history, this is what we've done. We've fought like cats, warred with one another. We need a shepherd. And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. We need him. Okay, now let me tell you why you need him. Kind of quickly here. This, this is the reasons he gives why you need him. First of all, you need him because he lays down his life for you. This is obviously the most important. Because as much as you might be an animal lover, would you give your life for a sheep? Would you give your life for a dog or a cat or a cow? In Romans 5, Paul says, God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's quite the love our shepherd has. Gave his very life to save you from death and hell. Secondly, Jesus is so good and we need him because he owns us. He owns us. Maybe that sounds a little odd, but it's true. He owns us. He's not a hired hand who is only here to get something out of you. To get, he's not only here for the money. Okay? There are countless people in the world today who are interested in you, in you only because... They want something out of you. I mean, you've noticed, of course, haven't you, how nice we are to others when we want to sell them something? Or how nice somebody is to you when they want to sell you something? Yeah, we pour it on. All these advertisements we hear every day tell us how great we are and how much they love us and want to serve us. These are hired hands, not the true shepherd. He loves you because you're his very own. And then Jesus says he knows you. How comforting that is. It's not like there's a part of you that he says, oh, I didn't know that about you. No, he know, I know my own and my own know me. There's no awkwardness with Jesus. There's no trying to hide anything, conceal it. No, we know him, we trust him. And finally, he says that he has other sheep besides all of you guys that he's also bringing into this fold. And remember, if this, if this were outdated, well then, Jesus wouldn't be doing that. Don't ever be ashamed that the gospel is outdated. People need it more than ever. There are sheep today who don't know him, but need him dearly. And he has more. He's bringing in. So we want to make sure our heart is open. The doors of the church are open for more sheep to come in. And Jesus says, they will listen to my voice, to his word. Okay, I bring you right back to where I started. This is not accidental. It's not out of date. It's not coincidental. It is the perfect word of God, the voice of God leading us, feeding us, restoring us. So right now, this very moment, you are here listening to the voice of your good shepherd in his word, doing all the things he's promised you. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding guards your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.